Bhavagyana Kumirandasya Gyananjana Salakaya Chakshurumilitam Jenatasmai Shigurave Namaha Arjunolambato Bhujo Kanakavadato Sankitanayaka Vitaro Kamalaya Taksho Vishvambaro Dvijabaro Yuga Dharma Palo Pande Jagat Priyakaro Karunabhutaro this morning we will read from Chaitanya Bhagavat briefly. This is how Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur has encouraged us to spend our time. Chant Harinam, read Chaitanya Charitamrita, and Chaitanya Bhagavat. And of course, Mahaprabhu's Lila, Gaur Lila, is the avenue by which we can pass through into an excess Krishna Lila. Sridhar has said, like a golden mountain standing high, and then in this ecstasy of love, like lava flowing down and burning, collecting, taking up everything in its path. Mahaprabhu's Appearance and pastimes are like this. So we should try to take advantage of them. And they've been recorded wonderfully and explained, organized, based on the notes of Murari Gupta and Surup Damodar by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami and Rinabhanas Thakur and Chaitanya Charitamrita and Chaitanya Bhagwat, respectively. There are other also biographies, but these are most important, most central for us. Particular edition of Chaitanya Bhagavat that we're reading from is published by some of my godbrothers with the commentary of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasati Thakur, chapter 10. This time, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was young, about 16, just reaching maturity. And we heard quite considerably about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's sannyas, Nyasikula Nayaka, as we just sang. Nyasikula Nayaka, the hero of all the sannyasis. He would uh, even frighten them with his strictness in his observance of his vows. It is said no human being could observe sannyas like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's not possible. So he set a very strict example. The hero, Nyasikula Nayaka. Nayaka means hero. And, of course, Krishna is also a Nayaka, a hero. He's a playboy type of hero. Dear Lalita Nayaka. There are different kinds of heroes. And Krishna Chaitanya is Prajnanandan himself. But some difference is there also, and that's very important for us to consider. It is said that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu never spoke about any mundane topics with women. He was very careful about this. But there is one occasion that he did not speak inappropriately about mundane topics, but mingle in a playful spirit with some ladies on the banks of the Ganges. We'll hear about that. <laughs> it's very instructive. E Vaikunta Nayaka Vidyarase so, in this way, Vaikuntha Nayaka, the hero of Vaikuntha, Vidyarasya, he was engaged in his pastimes of Vidya. We talked a little bit about this last night. What is Vidya? What pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did we talk about last night? That he was a pundit, right. His pastimes of being a pundit, big scholar. He was in the midst of them. While he was disguising himself like this as a pundit and as if his only interests were mundane learning, his devotees, they could not recognize him. So he was hiding under the veil of this knowledge, just like we discussed last night to some extent. Our own soul is hidden under the cover of our intellect. We have to stop with our penchant of curiosity to know, to let our heart come out. So if we hear in good company, it should capture our intellect and then our body, our work, to serve that ideal of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Put the intellect and the body in place. So at this time, then, I, he was just a budding youth. He was coming into maturity as a young man, about 16. So Mother Sachi began to think of what? My son should be married. Meanwhile, as he began to think like this, 
In Navadweep, there was a man, a very qualified Brahmana. His name was Balabacharja, Balabacharja Nam, Janakirasam. And he was the same as Janaka, the great Janaka, father of Janaki. And we'll hear later also in the same chapter, he was also the same as Bhishmaka, the father of Rukmini, appearing in Gorlila as the father of one beautiful young Kanya Kumari, Lakshmi Priya. The implication is not different from Rukmini and Janaki Devi. Tana Kanya Ache Jin Lakshmi Muttimati Nirabadi Vipratana Chintit Yogipati. He had a daughter who happened to be the personification of Lakshmi. That Brahman was constantly searching for a qualified husband for her. Imagine his predicament. He had a daughter who was actually Lakshmi herself. So many wonderful qualities. And it's the concern of the father in the culture that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared to get the daughter married to a proper young man. So he had a big problem because who can be the husband of Lakshmi? Only Narayan. And it's not like the Mayavadis think, oh, Narayan. <laughs> Come Narayan by taking sannyasi. Even if it was, they would be unavailable. Daibe Lakshmi ek din gela gongasnane garchandra henai samaye saikhane so by providence, Daive Lakshmi, just by the Daivanitra, by fate, destiny, by the hand of God, it just so happened. One day, Ekdin Gela Ganga Snane. Lakshmi was bathing at the Ganga, Gorchandrahenaisamayesikane. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nimai Pandit, also went there. He used to go regularly to the bank of the Ganges, bathing, sporting, and it is mentioned, not here, but in Chaitanya Charitamrita, that uh, he would go also in the midst of the young girls who were bathing in the Ganges, and he would, like he did with others, he would steal the offerings that they were making to Shiva in order to get good husbands. While they were in the water, he wouldn't take their clothes like Krishna Chandra did, but he took the offerings that they were making, and he'd take the sandalwood paste and smear it on himself and so forth, and then he would announce, you should give all your worship to me, I will benedict you, and you will have good husbands, and seven sons each, and husbands will be very handsome and have many cows and so forth. And while they liked his joking, externally they showed some resistance. So why do you do this? You come and ruin our offerings? What is our prospect? Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was teaching in this Leela, in which not only with the young girls, but everyone bathing along the Ganges, who used to go amongst the yogis and who would meditate and disturb their meditations and splash water on them and and so forth. He was teaching that there's no other process for achieving life's ultimate goal that is better than the worship of me. And so these young girls as well, he was teaching, I am the center, I should be worshipped, and then a whole good fortune will come to you, not by any other means. What kind of husband of this world can you get that will satisfy your heart's need, your soul's need? And they replied, of course, to him that, oh, you're just like our brother in the village. Why do you do this, mocking us like this? And then he says, well, if you don't give me your offerings, then I'll curse you. So if you do, I'll benedict you. And if you don't, I'll curse you. And then what kind of husbands will you have? You'll be one wife amongst many. <laughs> It'll be shared. <laughs> Sharing one husband. <laughs> this is a great misfortune for, <laughs> for, for a young girl. In this way, he really instructed them, as he did, as I mentioned, everybody, of his own supreme position, although he was hiding it at the same time. But he would hide it in his pastime of being a scholar and so forth, but it would still come out in those who are have some sensibility about this, some taste for this, some sympathetic heart for the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then they can understand how he's showing himself and teaching all of us through his Leela. So it just so happened at that time, on one such occasion, the Lord came, and Lakshmi also came that same day on the bank of the Ganges. And Mahaprabhu took one look at her and she one look at him. And a natural attraction awakened between them. The attraction of Lakshmi for Narayan and Narayan for Lakshmi. It is said that Chaitanya Charitamrita Mahaprabhu became attached to her just by looking at her. The attachment of Narayan for Lakshmi, of course, is something that's uh, a bit of a secret because... He's the lord of Vaikuntha. It is said when the Kumaras came to the gates of Vaikuntha and they were blocked from entering by Jain Vijay, when they cursed the doorkeepers 
it created a little bit of a disturbance in Baikuntha. The news came to Narayan, who was in his uh, palace with Lakshmi. And actually, Lakshmi was disturbed, I believe. and She wanted him to get out there and straighten the whole thing out. But that was, as I say, kind of undercover, because if Baikuntha knew that Narayan was a little henpecked, the whole bhava of Baikuntha would be disturbed, because he's the Lord, he's the Master, and Lakshmi is the faithful Dasi, <laughs> maidservant in Dasya Bhakti. So Mahabhava became attached to Lakshmi pretty immediately, and she, of course, to him. And he said to her, like he did to the others, what is the value of your worship? You should give all of your worshipable paraphernalia to me, offer it to me, and I will benedict you. All good fortune will come to you then. Your heart's desire will be fulfilled. And what did she do? Not like the other girls. She immediately turned and offered everything to him, <laughs> worshipped him. And then he sang a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam. Sankalpo viditha svadyo babatinam madarchanam. This is the same verse Krishna spoke in Gopi Vastraharana Leela. In the Leela when Krishna stole the garments of the gopis in Srimad Bhagavatam. At the end, after much playfulness and much philosophy, deep theology and philosophy in that Leela, Krishna said to them, they had come out and received the clothes that he had stolen back. He told them, your desire is pure, and you should know that certainly it will be fulfilled because you have worshipped me. Then he went on to say that the nature of your desire is such that it looks like one thing, but it's so different from what it looks like that the fact of the matter is, by worshipping me and desiring me as you have, there's no possibility of any material desire, any material consequences coming from that, any material creeper fructifying that will bind you to material existence. There's absolutely no possibility to the extent, he said, just like if you take a barley corn and then you put it in the sun, like a seed for barley, you put it in the sun and dry it out, and then you put it in the oven and you bake it. You understand? What is the chance of it ever put it back in the ground and water it and then it will sprout? So he said, by worshipping me, giving all of your energy to me as you have, while it looks like one thing, looks like that kind of action that will bind you, the fact of the matter is, it is so much the antithesis of that, that there's absolutely no possibility of any binding reaction occurring. You'll be bound up in a network of love of God, you never return to this material entanglement. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu quoted this verse to Lakshmi. So we are drawn from this Leela then to Krishna Leela. And there is some correspondence between Gopi Vastrahar and Leela and this Leela on the bank of the Ganges. The one time we know Mahabrabhu sported with some ladies not in an objectionable way in his youth and he caught the eye of Lakshmi and Lakshmi his eye and marriage was just a formality that would come to pass. The chemistry was already there. It already had taken place. But we were instructed by Vrindavanas Thakur and Chaitanya Bhagwat, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela, while he is Brajananda and Krishna, that's true, we should understand it properly. He says that Brajananda and Krishna can be glorified in any number of ways, by any number of names. He is the be-all and end-all of worship. But the learned persons and sensitive persons worship the Lord in his appearance based on his particular nature not in ways that are inappropriate in terms of the nature of his particular pastimes. Therefore, he said, we never glorify Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Gornagara. means, in this Leela, he is not appearing like the playboy Krishna. Krishna had so many girls. That is appropriate for his Leela. But we cannot think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like that. Here, in Nadia, he is Gornarayana. His consort is Lakshmi Priya and later Vishnu Priya Devi. What is the secret here is that by worshipping Gornarayan in Navadvip, in Dasya Bhakti, we can get access to Krishna Lila in Madhurya Bhakti, in any of the various forms that that sweet Lila takes place or manifests in Vrindavan. So as I began, Chaitanya Lila is the gateway to Gaur Lila. Worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Dasya Bhakti. As a servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Das, Chaitanya Das, Muni Chaitanya Das, Krishna Skaliras Goswami says, I'm the servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, servant of Chaitanya servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And by that, we can immediately get easy access into Krishna Leela. So, here we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu meeting with Lakshmi, and a marriage will take place. And this Leela, 
of the marriage between Lakshmi and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as same as marriage between Vishnu Priya and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu later on, while they are wonderful and charming, a benediction has been given by Vrindavan Das Thakur, that whoever hears about, listens to attentively and properly this pastime of the love between Lakshmi and Narayan, Gaur Narayan, and their marriage, what will happen? You'll get a perfect marriage? No. <laughs> he says you lose interest in that which is binding in marital relationships. Wonderful effect. And then by losing such interest, then we have more adhikar and access to Krishna Lila. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Grihijana Shiksha. We heard Nasikula Nayaka, the hero of the sannyasis and Grihijana Shikshaka. He's a teacher of all the people about how to conduct oneself also in householder life. He gives the teaching by his own example. And if we follow his teaching, you see that his householder life was fully absorbed in worshipping the Lord. Vishnu Devi would make offerings to the Chaligram Shila regularly, cooking with Sachi, assisting Mahaprabhu in the worship. This makes life at home very happy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu set such an example. Perfect, happy life he had. And this is also important to note. His sannyas was not based on some dysfunctionality or some heartbreak in his life. Therefore, he goes in to become a sannyasi. Couldn't, couldn't make it in the world. People tend, in India especially, to think like that. Oh, he became a sannyasi because he must have had a broken heart, a broken relationship or something. Couldn't get a happy family life. It's inconceivable. To, to some people, that there could be something other than a happy family life, even though their own family life is probably not that happy. <laughs> Lakshmi Narayan, they have happy family life. And they teach us, if we study them, that the way to make your life, especially in this incarnation, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lakshmi Priya, happy in married life is that the husband and the wife both have more attraction to Krishna than they have to one another. That's how all of Vrindavan works. We look at Vrindavan and we see attached people, attached to one another, husband and wife, to their children, to their cows, to their place. As I mentioned the other day, they're so attached to Vrindavan that when Krishna left, they stayed there. All these things we learn in Bhagavad, we should be avoided. Attachment to family and friends and community and place of birth and so forth. But our ideal are all these people attached to their hometown, friends and family members. When Krishna was asked by the Brajbasis, they saw a wonderful thing in him when Nanda Maharaj was stolen by the servants of Baruna, taken beneath the waters. Krishna went and, and delivered him, saved him, came up topside, and they realized, as they did often, he's really wonderful, this Krishna. Of course, it was prophesied by Garga Charja, that this boy would be like Narayan. And of course, the way they understood that was, he's really just an ordinary boy, but Narayan will do wonderful things through him. So this was an instance. So they took the opportunity, as ordinary people might, to ask, since you can do wonderful things, can you tell us what our next life will be? As everyone wants to know, what will my next life be? And what did he do? He took them and he showed them Goloka. There in the Gokul, Vrindavan earthly manifestation of Vrindavan. And he showed them the Devalila, from Narlila to Devalila. Devalila means Goloka has more Aishvarya. The Kadamba trees are bigger there. There's more of a sense of uh, Krishna's divinity than in Gokul, Goma Vrindavan. But anyway, what they saw was basically everything's going to be the same. <laughs> Actually, they're going to be golden palaces and things like that. But we're going to, Nanda Maharaj will be there and it's our leader and Jashoda Mai and uh, all the cows and uh, Govardhan, Jumun, everything. So they were happy. <laughs> well, this is our ideal, as I said. In Bhagavatam, we're being taught it seems something quite different. We should be detached from our own families and so forth. So that plane of Vrindavan is very hard to understand. Very few people can understand what that is. But by the grace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it's possible. It's not even possible to know about it, or to speak or understand it, without Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. What it is, centrally, what it's about is that, as I mentioned, everyone there is more attached to Krishna than they are to anyone else that they're related to. Or if they appear to be more attached to others, it's only because they see them in relation to Krishna. So it's very practical that if the husband and the wife both 
love Krishna more than they love one another, then they won't have the problems that most husbands and wives have. Cowherd boys, they want to go out in the morning herding cows with Krishna and Balaram. And so from the time they wake up, even in the dreams, they're thinking about it. From the time they wake up, it's all that's on their mind. They want to get out. And mothers know Krishna wants to go cowherding also there, assisting. It's not a problem. Of course, it's a problem in another sense that when he goes all day in the forest, then those who are left behind have to lament and separation. But everybody cooperating for the central satisfaction of Krishna, ultimately. So, if we put Krishna in the center of our life, our household life, it's possible we can have a happy life. Otherwise, even if it appears to be happy, it will end in great frustration. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu led, this is important to note, a happy life. Lakshmi was his consort, his wife. Lakshmi herself, Raj Lakshmi. Rukmini is the Mahalakshmi, the supreme form of Lakshmi. Of course, that's leaving Radha aside and Vrindavan, but as Lakshmi, Mahalakshmi, goddess standing next to God in Dwarka. Krishna's godliness is more apparent in Dwarka than in Vrindavan. She is the principal queen there. He had this, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, girl as his wife, Raj Lakshmi, and Chaktvasudus, Chaitanya Raj Lakshmi, Dharmishtarja, Pachasaryaragadaranyam. Perfectly happy life. We know Lakshmi Priya passed. We'll hear about that. But Vishnu Priya appeared. Second marriage. Very happy life. But he left all of that for the sannyas, for the sake of us, and for entering also that Rajbhakti Radha Dasyam, as he did in Puri. So we don't have even anywhere near a, uh, as a perfect of a life as Gornarayan, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Still, we are attached <laughs> to our family situation, trying to make something more out of it than what we can. We can make the most out of it by putting Krishna in the center. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu teaches us this by his perfect example, Grihijana Shikshaka. Perfect example of how to be a, a happy householder. Nidhi Lakshmi Chiniya Hasila Gorchanda Lakshmi O Vandila Mane Prabhu Padadvandva Gorchanda smiled when he recognized his beloved Lakshmi and Lakshmi mentally offered her obeisances to the Lord's lotus feet. Hena matte donhe chini donhe ghare gela ke bujite pore gorasundarer khela. After recognizing each other in this way, they both returned home to their homes. Who can understand the pastimes of Gorasundar? Ishpar ichai vipravana malinam sedin gelo tenho sachi devi stana. So, by the Ishwari chai, by the desire of the Lord, of God, one Vipra, Vanamali Nam, whose name was Vanmali, one day, Sedin Gela Tenho Sachi Devistan, he went to the place of Mother Sachi. And this Vanamali was a professional matchmaker. He ran a dating service. <laughs> a very sattvic one. <laughs> and so he has gone to her house for a reason, by the Ishwar Ichcha, the will of God. And that is to Make a proposal, a suggestion. Namaskari, aide, vasila dvijavar, asana dilena ai, kuriya adar. That respected Brahman, Vanmali, offered his obeisance to Sachimata, and she gave him a seat with respect. Aire bolen tobe, bonamali acharja, putra vivahera, kene na chintiha karaya. Vanmali acharja then asked Sachi, why Aren't you thinking about arranging for your son's marriage? Balava charja kule sile sadachare nirdoshe vaishin navadviper bitare. In Navadvipa resides one Balavacharya, who was born in an exalted family. He is pure, well behaved, and decorated with many good qualities. Tana kanya lakshmi prai rupe shile mone. Sesamunda karjari ichahoy mone. He has a daughter whose beautiful qualities and temperament are as good as lakshmi. If you wish, I will arrange their marriage. I bolit pitrir hina balaka amar duka paduka age tabikarja ar. Mother Sachi gives a curious reply. She says, My son is fatherless. Jagannath Mishra had left already the world. Leave him alone to study for some time. Later I will consider. Even though what we've already heard it was already on her mind. But perhaps how to reach the topic with her son was her concern. After all, the Bodhabhai of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had gone for sannyas, Vishwarup, and there was a fear in her heart 
that her son might also do so, and studying that was worldly. So keeping him involved in worldly things, but if you go too far and push on him and say, you should marry also, maybe you'll get a negative reaction and uh, that would be counterproductive. So she was a little cautious. Ayurakotai viparasa naipai chalileng viprakichu dukitahaya Mon Mali got no rasa from this reply. <laughs> it's, uh, there's no juice in that reply. <laughs> and he went away very unhappy. Daivipate, as if none of this was. Daivipate means the, by arrangement of providence. <laughs> Everything they're doing is completely under the divine arrangement of the Lord. By destiny, it means by fate. Dekohila Gorchandra Sange, Tardeki, Alingana, Koila Prabhurange. He was leaving the house, going down the road, and he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu coming back. And Mahaprabhu was happy to see him and embraced him. Prabhu Bole, Koha, Gyachile Konpite, Dujabole Tomar, Janani Sambhasite. Prabhu said, Gyachile Konpite, where are you coming from? And the Brahman replied, I was just speaking with your mother. Tomar Vibahalagi, Bolelantane. I offered her a proposal for your marriage, but for some reason I don't understand, she refused. So hearing his words, Nimai remained silent for a moment, and then he spoke a little bit more with the Brahman and returned to his house. Janani de Hasiya Bolena Sekshane Achajere Sambasha Nakile Balakene. When the Lord got home he asked his mother, Why didn't you respect the Brahman's proposal? Putrera Ingita Pai Sachiharshita Ardine Vipre Ani Kohilain Kata. When she heard that, she was so pleased, she knew, Oh, he likes the idea. So Ardine, the very next day she called that Brahman to her house to make an arrangement to bind him up, <laughs> to keep him at home. Sachiboli viprakali ye koilatumi chigrataha karaha kainueyami. Sachi said, "O Brahman, I've decided that you may immediately arrange what you proposed yesterday." Aira charana dhuli loiya Brahmana seikshani chalilain bolabhavana. The Brahman took the dust from the feet of Sachi and immediately left for the house of Balabacharya. Balabacharya Dekki Sambrame Tahane Bohuman Kori Vasailena Asane On seeing the Brahman, Balaba offered him a seat with great respect. Acharya Bolen Shuna Amar Vachan Kanya Vivaher Ebekar Shulagna Acharya said, Vanamali said, Please hear me. Choose an auspicious day for the marriage of your daughter. Mishrapurandar Putra Nam Vishwambar Paramapandit Sarvaguner Sagar. He's an ocean of good qualities, the son of Mishrapurandar. His name is Vishwambar. He's a Paramapandit. You might have heard of him. Tomar Kanyar Yogya Semahashai Kohilan Ekar Yadichitahai. This great personality is a proper match for your daughter. Now you decide what you would like to do. So Van Mali has performed a miracle. He's found the perfect match for Lakshmi. And the Balabhacharjas, of course, this is a different Balabhacharja than in the later Leela of Mahaprabhu, who had some differences with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that were also resolved ultimately. Suniya Balabhacharja Bolen Hari Sehena Kanyar Poti Mile Bhagyavashe. Balabhacharjas joyfully replied, such a husband for my daughter is achieved by great fortune. Krishna Jari Suprasana if Krishna is pleased with me and Lakshmi and Parvati are pleased with my daughter, then I will be blessed with such a husband for my daughter. You may arrange everything without delay. But there was one problem he had, one concern, one anxiety he had. Malaba, what is that? That you please hear, this is a problem for me, and I hope it won't be an impediment to what you've proposed. And that is that I'm embarrassed to disclose it, but 
I really don't have much of anything in the way of a dowry that I can afford. <laughs> this is interesting to note because his daughter was Lakshmi. <laughs> but if we have Lakshmi without Narayan, then we don't really have Lakshmi because really she's always with Narayan. <laughs> so he was living poorly, as we'll hear. When Lakshmi came to the house of Sachi, her poor condition was changed dramatically. There was never any difficulty in the house of Sachi when, when Lakshmi was living there with Narayan. When Lakshmi was living with Balaba, he was impoverished. He couldn't even offer a dowry. He said, well, Kanyal Matra Divad Pancha Haritakiriya. So be a Agnitumi Anibe Magia. I can give a few Haritaki fruits, about five Haritaki. That's about it. That's pretty poor. Haritaki is, of course, useful for medicine, but it doesn't taste very good. It's very, very, very bitter. And this is just dismissed altogether. This is of no consequence to, of no concern to Bonamali. He knows this is a match made in heaven, made in Vaikuntha. And his father's not going to resist, so it's going to happen. Hearing the words of Balabhamishra, Bonamali Acharya happily completed all the formalities. Siddhikata asiya kohila aistane. He then returned to Mother Sachi's house and informed Mother Sachi, the formalities have been completed. Now you may choose an auspicious time for the ceremony. When the Lord's relatives heard the news, they joyfully began to make arrangements. Adivas lagna korilain shubadine on the auspicious day, they held Adiva's ceremony, during which people danced and sang while musicians played various instruments. Chaturdike Dijogana Kore Vedadvani Madhya Chandra Sama Vasilain Dijomani. All around, Brahmins recited Vedic hymns as Nimai, the jewel of the twice born, appeared like the moon in their midst. Ishwareri Ghanda Malya so they performed the auspicious Adivas ceremony, giving sandalwood and flower garlands to the Lord. Nibyaganda Chandana Tambula Mal Maladiya Brahmana Ganera Tushilain Hashahiya. The relatives also satisfied the Brahmins by offering them sandalwood pulp, petal nuts, and flower garlands. Balabacharja Asijata Vidirupe. Adivas Koreya Gelena Kotuke. Following the tradition, Balabacharya also came and joyfully took part in Adivas ceremony. Prabhate Uddiya Prabhu Kori Snandan Pitri Gone Pujilain Gorya Saman. After Nimai woke the next morning he took bath, gave charity, and respectfully worshipped his forefathers. Nitigita Vadde Maha Utila Mangal Chatudike Lehadeha Suni. Auspicious sounds of singing and dancing and music filled the atmosphere. Everywhere, excited people were calling out, Take this, give that. Kotava, Mirila Asi, Pati Bratagan, Kateka, Va Ishtamitra, Brahmana Sadhjan. Many chaste women, well wishers, friends, and respected Brahmins graced the function. Kai, Pala, Sindur, Tambul, Toiladia, Stri Ganere Ai Tulsi Lane Harshahana. Mother Sachi happily satisfied the ladies with puffed rice, bananas, vermilion, betel, and oil. Devagana Devabhadhugan Narupe Praburu Vibahe Asi Achin Kotuke. Demigods and their wives took birth in the form of humans and also happily attended the Lord's marriage. Balabacharya E Mata Vidikrame Korilain Deva Balabacharya joyfully worshipped the demigods and forefathers according to Vedic injunctions. At the auspicious time of Goduli, the Lord arrived at the house of Balabacharya. Goduli means cow dust. That means just as the sun is setting, when the cows are coming back from the pasturing grounds in the forest and they're millions and millions of cows coming with Krishna. 
back and now their hooves are kicking up the dust and it's making a big cloud covering the sun as it sets. Why? So that the glory of the sun of Krishna will shine. And it is said even that the sun is a little embarrassed at that time. Krishna's coming back, gets out of the way. So Goduli, it's an auspicious time and Mahaprabhu is married then at this time, both to Vishnu Priya Devi and Lakshmi Priya Devi at Goduli. Prabhu, Asileha Matra Mishra Goshti Sane Ananda Sagare Magna Hoyle Sabemane. As soon as the Lord arrived, Balabhacharya and his associates drowned in an ocean of bliss. Sambrame Asana Diya Jata Vidi Rupe Janma Tare Vasaila Parama Kotuke. He then respectfully offered a seat to his son-in-law and welcomed him according to Vedic injunctions. Sheshe Sarva Alankare Kuriyabushita Lakshmi Kanya Anilena Prabhura Samipa. Valabhacharya then had his beautifully decorated daughter brought before the Lord. Everyone began to chant the holy names and they lifted Lakshmi off the ground. Lakshmi was carried around Nimai seven times. They placed her before him. She offered him obeisances with folded hands. And then, as they finally exchanged flower garlands, Lakshmi and the original Narayan were both greatly pleased, nearing the culmination of the ceremony, accepting one another formally. After Lakshmi offered flower garlands at the feet of the Lord, she offered him obeisances with full surrender. All that could be heard was the ecstatic chanting of all glories to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Hari. Henamate Sri Mukha Chandrika Kodirase Vasilin Prabhu Lakshmi Kori Vam Vashe. In this way, after they performed the ceremony of seeing each other's face for the first time, the Lord sat down with Lakshmi on his left. Who has the ability to describe that wonderful scene and the happiness that was experienced in the house of Balabha Mishra? At last, Balabha Charja, who was non different from Bhishmaka, father of Rukmini, and Krishna Lila, sat down and gave away his daughter. It's worth noting that this Vanamali matchmaker is not uh, without his place in, in Krishna Lila. So he is that Brahman who Rukmini sent a message to Krishna through when she was kept practically imprisoned by Rukma to ensure her marriage to Shishupal. The whole arrangement was going on and, and she sent a message via this Brahman Vanamali who's appeared in Gorlila. This was, of course, Rukmini's constraints, the constraints of her love were such that she could not just up and violate the Vedic principles, even if it meant to have Krishna as her husband, which was her only desire. This is the difference then between the nature of her love and the unbridled love of the gopis, who didn't care for the Vedic, if they would be seen in a bad light because of violating socio-religious principles. If that had to be done, to meet with Krishna, then they were ready to do that. This is, give us some idea why the, the standard of their devotion is held so high. And Rukmini, in comparison, she just couldn't get up and make an escape and run off with Krishna. But she figured, well, if I can express my concern to Krishna with a note, then he can come and kidnap me, and that is a kind of a Vedic marriage. And sure enough, of course, he did, like a lion came and chased away the jackals who were trying to arrange for her marriage to someone else. And that fortunate person who carried the message is this Vanamali appearing here in, in Gorlila and Father Bhishmaka. Ye charne paddhya shankar brahmara jagat sijite shakti hoyla savar hen parapadme paddhya nilaviprabhar vastramalya chandane bushiya kalivar. The same lotus feet that are worshipped by Shankar and Brahma to obtain the power of creation were now worshipped by the respected Brahman Vallabhacharya. He then also decorated the body of the Lord with cloth, flower garlands, and sandalwood pulp. After duly offering his daughter to the Lord, the Brahman became absorbed in an ocean of bliss. Thereafter, the chaste women performed various traditional family rituals. That night, the Lord stayed at the house of Balabha, and the next day he returned home with Lakshmi. As the Lord and Lakshmi were carried home on the palanquin, people came running out of their house to see them. Both Lakshmi and the original Narayan were wonderfully decorated with sandalwood paste, flower garlands, ornaments, crowns, and bright kajal. Everyone who saw them exclaimed, how wonderful. The ladies were particularly amazed. Someone said, they exactly resemble Shiva and Parvati. They must have 
worshipped the Lord without duplicity for a long time. Can a less fortunate girl possibly get such a nice husband? I conclude they are Shiva and Parvati. Someone else said, they resemble Indra and Sachi, or Madan and Rati. One girl said, they're Lakshmi Narayan. Another girl said, by their unparalleled beauty, it appears Sita and Ram are seated on that palanquin. In this way, the girls spoke in various ways as they joyfully watched Lakshmi and the original Narayana. When a couple arrived at Nimai's house in the evening, they were festively greeted by dancing, singing, and the playing of musical instruments. Sachi Devi, with some other Brahmin ladies, then jubilantly welcomed her daughter-in-law home. Thereafter, Mother Sachi satisfied the Brahmins, musicians, and dancers with money, cloth, and sweet words. Whoever hears, ye shunai prabuddha vivaha punya kata tahar sangsarbanda nahoi sarvata. This is the benediction now of Vrindavandas Thakur. Whoever hears these auspicious topics of Prabhu's marriage is never entangled in worldly life. Vrindavandas Thakur ki jai. So, this is a very wonderful pastime, very instructive to us. And as I mentioned earlier, that all of the Gaur Leela has correspondence with Krishna Leela. But it's just a little bit different, and that difference makes it possible for us through it to attain the highest ideal. So we should study Gaur Leela, worship Gaur Leela, sing about Chaitanya Mambu's pastimes, even his names. Every name is like we sing Grihijana Shikshaka. It's a Nasikula Nayaka. He's seeing the one name and our mind will go to so many pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as like this one. What How he's the teacher of the people how to be married, how he's the hero of the sannyasis. Garadhar Madana, the cupid of Garadhar, Nitayer Pranadan, the life of Nityananda, the worshipable lord of Advaita, who's Mahavishnu, always competing with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to worship him to establish the fact that I'm subordinate to you, even though he was senior and elder, and he was Mahavishnu himself. So that's how we should spend our time happily. Any question? I had one question that was actually the one very side point you made about Balabhachari. Hmm. Um, I met up with one follower of Balabhachari in Sampradaya when I was in New York, and he had come to a grievance that his clan followers had come to him making fun of him that Lord Chaitanya had put down Balabhacharya calling him a prostitute. And I didn't really, because I hadn't really studied Chaitanya Chaitanya, I told him that later as I said the move was improper in, in any case, and that all Vaishnavas are irrespective. But anyway, I didn't know what to offer because I hadn't studied and maybe it could enlighten me how it was oh. resolved and yeah. how we, what our relationship was. Well, the, uh, that's not a proper way to talk to somebody from the Bhagavad Sampradaya. <laughs> but, um, and Chaitanya Charitamrita is described that Balava had some abhiman, some pride, and he couldn't quite fit in with the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on account of it. And in Puri Dham, he approached Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and said, I want you to hear my commentary on Krishna Nam, my commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam. And Mahaprabhu detected some pride in him, and so he, he refused to hear it. He said, as far as Krishna Nam goes, all I know is that Krishna is the son of Jasoda, who sucks the breast of Yasoda and Shamsundar. That's all I know. And um, he went on to say, if you want to know about this, go to him. If you want to know about that, go to him. I learned this from Haridas Thakur. I learned that from Rupa Goswami. I learned this from sort of Damodar. He started glorifying his devotees, mm-hmm. all of whom Balabha was having a little bit of a hard time getting along with. And um, regards to his Bhagavatam commentary, which is very erudite and good commentary, of the uh, Shuddhadvaita philosophy, Vaishnava philosophy, theology, Pama Vedanta, Mahaprabhu refused to hear his commentary on Bhagavatam because he had said that in my commentary, I've given a better commentary than Sridhar Swami. And Sridhar Swami is the kind of original in, in modern times, so to speak, Acharya of that Sampradaya. It's the Rudra Sampradaya. And so Mahaprabhu took objection to this. He said, anyone who doesn't accept the Swami, Swami means husband, then I consider that person a prostitute. So he was critiquing for all of us, really, he was teaching us, that as far as writing books goes and commentaries, you shouldn't do them with a mood to surpass the previous acharya, but in service. And if we're called upon for that, if there's inner 
inspiration or externally. It's not just an intellectual affair, writing a book because you have a good imagination and uh, way with words and so forth. And this is a Gaur Leela, so really what's happening in this pastime, it's not that we should derive from this, oh, Balabhachari was a bad guy, but at the expense of Balabha, Mahaprabhu was teaching us. We should think of it like that. Balabha then said to Mahaprabhu, well, I, that, uh, he says, there's a problem with your group, he said. All of your people are chanting Krishna Nam, but they all want to be the wives of Krishna. And anybody knows that a good wife never says the name of her husband. In the Vedic culture then, the wife was a dasi, so she would be very respectful and call her husband Prabhu, not by his first name, which is intimacy that wasn't part of the relationship. So he challenged all of your devotees, they want to be the wives of Krishna, but they're all singing his name, and everybody knows the wife doesn't sing the name of the husband. What is this? Mahaprabhu said, that's true. But if the husband tells her to sing my name, then she must. <laughs> and Krishna is telling all everyone, all of Prakriti, sing my name, especially through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this way, these pastimes is described in Puri. And so eventually what happens is that Balaba is kind of an outcast. He can't get an in with any of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was displeased with him. Everybody knows it. But that soft-hearted Garadhar in the bow of Rukmini, who was very right-wing, not like a very outgoing and uh, dominant lover, but a very submissive lover, was moved by Balaba's persistence to give him some audience at the risk of incurring the wrath of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And so he entertained, he heard his commentary and discussed with him and so forth. And, and um, eventually what happened is Mahaprabhu had arranged all of this, we find, just to bring out, to try to bring Garadhar, a particular mood out of him, which was not possible to draw from him, because Mahaprabhu had already stolen that that bhava, and he couldn't make uh, Garadhar angry with him. He couldn't get Garadhar to show any man, like Radharani shows anger with Krishna, and it was very pleasing to him. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get him to do it. And in this way, there's some teaching as to what is the ontological position of Garadhar and Jagannath Puri in relation to Mahaprabhu. So, Balaba was, the whole thing was worked out ultimately, and Balaba took initiation from Garadhar Pandit into uh, mantras for Madhurya Rasa. For the most part, the Balaba Charja, Sampradaya stresses the uh, Patsalya Rasa. But according to Chaitanya Charitamrita, through Garadhar Pandit, you got access to the Madhurya Rasa, but in a different way also than Mahaprabhu's associates he got. Therefore, in Balabha Sampradaya, there is uh, some stress on Madhurya Rasa, but they think a little differently about it, and you don't find the predominant position of Radha stressed in Balabha Sampradaya, like in Gaudi Sampradaya. Their place is the Jamuna, their highest place, rather than um, the uh, place of Raslila. They have a different opinion about some things where certain pastimes took place and so forth. So there's some differences. Really, ultimately, the differences are based on spiritual sentiments. So we should charge in there with our shoes on and say, Balaba's a demon. Just see, he was proud. He was proud, and Mahababu, you know, taught him a lesson. And I'm going to teach you a lesson, too. Trinata pi suni chena. No, that's not how we preach and teach. Hmm? We should show the example of humility that Mahaprabhu has mandated. And if we do, then we can chant Hare Krishna nicely all the time and teach people by our example. Another question? So Lakshmi has entered the house and she will live there for some time and, as I mentioned, create all auspiciousness in the house. Sachi Devi, she would look sometimes and she would see next to her son a flame. Then it would disappear. And she thought... This is wonderful. And she reasoned Lakshmi Priya was actually Lakshmi herself from Vaikuntha living in a house. There's no other way to explain how their, how their material situation changed in terms of opulence and so forth. They could host visiting sannyasis and take care of them. And Ishwar Puri came there, was tended to by the family in the first meeting between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ishwar Puri, his guru. Later he was initiated. Came while Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was married to Lakshmi Priya. Yeah. And then later Mahaprabhu went 
to East Bengal for fundraising as a householder. His business was that he was a teacher. So he went and he got students, donations, and he brought back the donations. But when he came back, what had happened was he was gone for a long time, maybe about a year. Wherever he went, he got so many students and so much fame. He was already famous so that he would go out traveling to market his wares. News spread and he got so many students and he came back with considerable dakshin. But uh, when he arrived back to Lakshmi, he had already left the world because she couldn't bear the separation. So on the bank of the Ganges, they said she died from the snake bite of separation. So externally snake bite, but internally considered by way of by the force of separation. And it's mentioned in Chaitanya Bhagavad that she'd left a just like Krishna left the world and left a material replica of his body for people who needed to think that he was material. <laughs> he provided some facility for them. So Lakshmi also. And then when, of course, Mahaprabhu had to come back, he was joyful and everyone was joyful to see him, but there was an undercurrent that was visible. Mahaprabhu was omniscient, so he knew it, but he didn't say anything at first. And the undercurrent was, of course, that Lakshmi's not here. And so Mother Sachi had to leave the room and she just went separately and cried. And Mahaprabhu came out and said, I'm back, what's troubling you? And the thought of trying to tell it to Mahaprabhu made her just cry more. And then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said to her, I know everything, Mataji. Tell me what has happened to Lakshmi. And so some other people, she, still she couldn't talk, chimed in and said, actually, she's left the world. And this Vrindavan uh, Das says that he can't really go into this, explain the stress of Sachimata separation. It's just too overwhelming. And Mahaprabhu himself showed visibly some even though he knew, he suspected, and he knew, still, in terms of sentiment, then he showed some... He kept kind of a sober appearance, but it was apparent that he was very taken by this. Then he composed himself, and for the sake of everyone present, he began to speak the philosophy he preached. He said, actually, in this world, none of us are to be with one another long by... God's will, we don't have to be separated, and we should see the bigger picture. And that's why he preached wonderfully and pacified everyone. And then he said, actually, how could a young lady attached to her good husband be more fortunate than to leave the world before him? And in other words, and not have to leave the world after him and be a widow and feel that pain and so forth. So Mahaprabhu took the, the pain and Lakshmi left. Not long, yeah, something like that. And then later on it was proposed that he marry Vishnu Priya. And then Mahaprabhu went and got initiated and began to manifest himself as a devotee. Anything else? So we'll stop there. Chaitanya Bhagavad Ki Jai.